Welcome to the Strong Women Write Podcast, an extension of our unique literary group for female authors who want to write better fight scenes, strong female characters, and call attention to their work. I am the founder of Strong Women Write. My name is Chris Vaughn. Today, we are happy to share our platform with the next generation of voices and hear from Michelle Midnight, a high school senior whose first novel is a psychological thriller. Michelle is a high school senior whose hobbies are reading, programming, which she has done since the age of 12, and writing since the age of nine. But this high school student also has a pseudonym and is the author of Society's Trial, a YA psychological crime thriller, which is also her first novel. Michelle joins us to talk about her experience as a young author conquering her comfort zone and what more seasoned older authors can do to support the generation to follow. Michelle, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I'm really glad to be here. We are glad to have you. So I noticed your social media profiles describe you as a teen writer and programmer whose current work in progress is a psychological crime thriller. What drew you to writing and what are your aspirations? Well, what drew me to writing was a project I did when I was nine years old in fourth grade. Um, I was in a four or five combo class and my teacher made the fifth graders do a writing project and she decided to make us fourth graders do it as well. And I had a lot of fun with it. I realized how much I enjoyed writing, so I continued to do it. And I've been lately I've been reading my old writing and I've realized how terrible it is. But I guess that's a good thing to hear. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. How long ago was that? <laughs> um and I've been reading my writing from ages nine to twelve and oh. I regret it because it's really cringy. <laughs> It's amazing how much growth takes place in just a little while, but it's great that you can say, oh, my gosh, what was this? Because at one time you probably thought this is like the greatest thing in the world, right? Yeah, I can't believe I thought I was pretty clever with my writing. (laughs) But I guess that's a good thing that I hate it because it means I'm improving. Yeah, yeah. So how has your experience been thus far? Has it lived up to your expectations of what you thought writing would be or have there been surprises? With writing, nothing really meets your expectations. What I expected was, when so when I was writing Society's Trial, I expected that it was only going to take a few months. It was going to be really easy and relaxing. And if I wanted to get published, I'd get accepted on the first try. That's how I expected writing would be like. <laughs> it was nothing like that. <laughs> nothing at all. Welcome to the club. (laughs) A lot of screaming. (laughs) And it takes a really long time, too. I thought it was only going to take like three months, but it took me four years to actually finish it. Wow. But that's great that you stuck with it that long. So, I mean, what when you saw that it wasn't going as fast as you wanted it to, what made you continue to pursue it? continue to write just the fact that I really enjoyed writing it I mean sometimes I became really frustrated but in the end I still really enjoyed writing Society's Trial and I didn't want to give up on it so easily and I like seeing how much I improved because when I was 14 it wasn't really as good as I thought it was and Mm -hmm. so within four years I actually improved a lot 
and I'm actually proud to call it my novel. Oh, that's awesome. That's an awesome statement. Yeah, that is wonderful because it does take perseverance. Um, and there are so many things that you can get involved with nowadays. You know, the world is open to you. You can find many very interests that simply didn't exist even a few years ago. Um, but it was your love for what you were doing that you kept with it. Um, one of the things that I immediately admired about you was your willingness to take risk um, and the creative approach you had to your writing, like creating a social media profile for your main character. Um, and then there was discussions of a um, one of your followers had questions about, hey, do you guys think I could cosplay my character or make a costume is that strange has that always been the case you're taking risk with your writing or no yeah that's pretty much always been the case yeah pretty much I've done a lot of things for this novel I even created a tumblr account for my main character and no one knows that it's a fake account they actually think it's a real person Oh wow. Which is kind of which is kind of hilarious because my protagonist is a serial killer and they actually think that's a real person on Tumblr. Oh my. Okay, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your protagonist. Um my protagonist is 16-year-old Jace Woods. He's a bookworm. He's an orphan. He lost his parents at age 14 due to an accident. And so ever since then, he's been really reserved and kept to himself. Mm-hmm. And there was this um, one bully named Claude, and he decided to pull a prank on Jace, but then the prank failed, and Jace was rushed to the hospital. And as it turns out, um, Jace doesn't know this because he left before the doctor could um, return with the result of the MRI scan. But what happened was due to the accident, certain areas of his brain have become damaged, and so what happened to them was they'll activate and deactivate at random times. And when they deactivate, it causes episodes of empathy loss, impulsivity, poor judgment, and personality change. Mm-hmm. And so if he has a violent thought, nothing's really going to stop him from acting upon that thought. Because for normal people, if you think about murder, your brain's telling you, no, that's wrong, don't do it. But for right. Jace, if right. these areas deactivate for him, nothing's going to stop him from acting upon that thought because he's not going to realize that it's wrong. So that's pretty much oh, about wow. Jace. And so what have some of the interactions on your Tumblr account, um, what have they been like? Well, most people have been asking Jace questions. At first they were pretty skeptical, but then I kind of convinced them that he's real. And so they've been asking him questions like, how is it like to kill people? Um, do you ever feel guilty? Uh, how are you escaping the cops and things like that. They like to ask him a lot of questions. And nobody has ever called the authorities, right? They have. They have called the police a few times. Oh, wow. Okay. But, but I'm still not imagine. telling them that it's fake. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. And so we don't want to you to incriminate yourself, so we will just leave that alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that is, you know, not... Many 
writers would think to do that. Um, we have all this technology and all these different avenues and forums available to us, though. But to actually go to that extent and to somewhat live at, as this character, you know, that's that's an amazing thing. So, you know, definitely kudos to you. I can tell you from personal experience that sometimes our writing takes us to unexpected places. Um, and I'm assuming this is how you arrived at a psychological thriller. And just from your last response, I can tell that you definitely have done research. But are you surprised to be as young as you are and to have found yourself writing this type of story? Yeah, I am a bit surprised. I didn't imagine myself being able to write something like this, especially with the amount of research that I've gotten done. So I didn't really think it would turn out this way. And so what was the story originally to you? Like, how did it become a psychological thriller? I wanted to write a crime novel because usually what I wrote before was just a bunch of short stories and it was usually horror things. Okay. And um, I, re- I really like dark genres. And I, lately I've been interested in crime. Well, at the at the time I was really interested in crime novels. So I mm-hmm. decided to write one. But then um, Jason's Psychological State didn't really come to mind at the time. But then when I was writing it, I thought something was missing. It's not the way I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But then I decided to give him that psychological aspect. And then it became a psychological crime thriller. And I fell in love with it again after that. Awesome, because I can I can almost hear that that's what the draw was. Like you became even more fond of this particular character. Yeah, that's the case. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now I've often can't come across interesting conversations on your profile. One of them I just mentioned, and I can only assume that this is at least in part why you created the Let's Talk Pro Tag. Hashtag. So, you know, please tell us more about that as well. So I really love my protagonist and I love talking about my protagonist. But I also love hearing about other people's protagonists. And I wanted to interact with the people in the writing community on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I decided to create the hashtag game, Let's Talk Protag, to hear about other people's protagonists. And it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot about other people's characters and their stories. And so is this helping? What has some of the response been during these? Are they monthly, weekly um, events? or Every day there's a new question. This is only, it's only once a month. It only happens during March. And so every day there's a new question and they answer the question. And so what are some of the things have you heard from that, some of the responses from the people who are participating in this on Twitter? One of the questions was, did your protagonist have a good childhood? And pretty much 90% of the responses was no. Their protagonist had oh, horrible childhood. <laughs> Let us all do their yeah, parents. <laughs> they're poor protagonists. They lived a ter- terrible lives. Oh, wow. Do you believe that this is not only helping build a stronger writing community for those that you communicate with, but... Are you guys like learning? Do you feel that you're building better stories or building better characters as a result? Yeah, I think so. When as we read each other's responses, 
I think everyone can learn from other writers mm-hmm. to improve their own characters and their own stories. And that brings me to my next question, though. Who are several authors that you admire, and what have you learned from them? So two authors I really admire are Stephen King and Paolo Coelho. When in, for Society's Trial, when I queried, I got a ton of rejections, and mm-hmm. I was pretty disappointed. But then I realized Stephen King got over 30 rejections for Carrie, and that really inspired me. So I thought, so whenever I receive a rejection, I always think, oh, that's okay. Stephen King received 30. I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, that that cheers me up. And then Paolo Coelho is really inspiring because he had no support at all. Um, okay. When his parents found out he wanted to be a writer, they committed him into a mental asylum. And so he had no support no. at all. And now, yeah, now oh, look wow. where he is right now. He's pretty successful despite the lack of support he had when he was younger. That's beyond not unsupportive. Oh my gosh, that's like on a totally different level. They committed him to a mental institution? Yeah, it's really crazy. Just because he wanted to write? Yeah, just because he wow. wanted to write. Poor guy. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's definitely not one way to be supportive. Yeah. Oh my he gosh. He had no support at all. Yeah, it's crazy. So you're 18 now, right? Yeah, I turned 18 in February. In your opinion, what is it young writers such as yourself need most from those of us who are older? In other words, how can we support you and your writing goals and dreams? Um, the best way older authors, can, well, older people can support younger authors is by staying interested in their work and not belittle, belittling um, a younger writer's uh, skill because older writers well at first when I was, I was afraid to tell people about society's trial because I thought they were going to mm-hmm. belittle my skill because I was so young and that ended up becoming the case a lot of people thought oh you're writing a novel oh that's cute okay they didn't mm-hmm. really care all that much and so I really think older authors should stay interested in a younger author's dream and to not belittle the, their skill yeah, sort of um, one of the things I realized after I had came of age, a grown up, might as well say, you know, parents and others mean well. I remember um, hearing like any of the creative pursuits that I was interested in, whether it was dancing, learning to play the piano. It was very, very common to hear. That's nice, but make sure you get a real yeah. job. And the intention is they want to make sure that you're able to take care of yourself, that you're self-sufficient, that you do well in life. The unattended outcome, however, is that many people wind up thinking that, one, you can't earn a living from anything creative, which is a total lie. And two, that they don't take creative work seriously. Now, of course, over the years, this has begun to change. But, you know, what you say is very true. You know, there has to be an interest because the creative expressions fall over into so many other areas. It's even something um, like a recent example is you see STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, sometimes is now written as STEAM because they realize that the art is the design. 
So, yeah, the creative, regardless if you stick with it or not, that creative expression is very important and very key to even more things. At the moment, what is your greatest wish at this point in your life? Um, My greatest wish is to get an agent and actually get published. That's been my goal ever since I started writing it. So you were taking this seriously from the start. Your intent was, I'm going to write this story. I'm going to get an agent. It's going to get published. And this is going to be my career, at least for the next thing. Well, when I first started writing it, I thought, I mean, if I end up wanting to publish it, that'd be nice. But that wasn't my intention when I first started writing it. But then after a while, I thought, hey, I actually do want to get published. So that's pretty much been my goal ever since I decided I wanted to get published. Okay. So what's next on the agenda for you? And how can our listeners reach you or either your um, main character, Jace? (laughs) Well, they can reach me on my Twitter account. And um, they can reach Jace on his Twitter account or his Tumblr account. And what's next on the agenda for me is, at the moment, I'm taking a break because I recently finished Society's Trial. It's completely finished. So I'm just taking a break. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm just taking a break from it for now before I start the outline of my next novel. And is that one also going to be a psychological thriller, or do you know yet? Um, This one's going to be a dark fantasy, supernatural kind of novel. I I don't really stick with a specific genre. I just jump around. So, yeah, I jump around with different genres. As long as it's dark, I'll write it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, and what were the the Twitter handles uh, for the profile that you mentioned? What's your Twitter handle profile? Mine is writer underscore by underscore night. And Jace's is um, Jace the Slicer. Jace the Slicer. J-A-C-E, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being here and for sharing a bit of your journey with us. We definitely wish you well all throughout your career and, um, Hope to be reading your work even 10 years from now, if not longer. Thank you. I had a lot of fun being on here today. Thank you. And thanks again to our listeners for tuning in. We'd like to hear feedback from you and greatly appreciate your support of this podcast. You can do both via the Anchor FM podcast app, our website at strongwomenwrite.net. And if you're in Atlanta area, we'd love to see you at our April 27th workshop in Peachtree City. You'll learn how to create a trailer for your book and draw readers into your story without a PowerPoint. Details and registration are at the website. Till next time, this is Chris Vaughn, and thank you for joining us.